Episode 10. This is Oliver from Indie Rock Bakery. Jeremy, if it's not for you, we're back. <laughs> That's right. It's uh, It's been a minute, but we're back and we got a great show for you today. And uh, I think we're just going to get right to it. We'll start off with some uh, news and notes. News and the notes. So first thing I think we'd like to talk about is uh, K-Day. It's 93.5 FM, the new radio station, or rather old radio station, uh, with a new format. Now, uh... I don't know about you guys, but if you spend a lot of time in your car in Los Angeles, which I think most of us do, then uh, you're always on the lookout for something good to listen to. NPR can only get you so far. It will take you places, though, other places you'll go. And K-Day, uh, just back over the summer, they flipped their format from, like, uh, you know, like urban contemporary crooning, like pretty heavy on the R&B, to, like, uh, not old school necessarily, but more like, like classic hip-hop. Us being in middle school, that's what it is. Right, so, uh, you know, like, there's a lot of Snoop and Dre... Black Street, Tupac, Tony, 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 Drew Black Hill, yeah. Leah, Monica, Cube. get it right. Um, so basically, if you uh, you know live in the Los Angeles area and you're, bone thugs. and you're looking for a new radio station, um, I mean, I think I think this deserves to be like up in the presets. So this is a little bit of a public service announcement. Um, oh, get it right, 93.5 K Day for Los Angeles. It's pretty uh, it's pretty hot shit. So we thought we'd get that out there. Um, so when you're not listening to Real Talk, check out that K Day. Chill that K Day. Uh, next order of business, um, speaking of, like, you know, media media notes in L.A., Bandini, old boy, is back on the Taco Beat. You might remember him from the uh, Great Taco Hunt blog, which is a great resource for all you uh, taqueria, taco truck, taco stand aficionados. Taco fiends, mostly. Um, and the thing is, though, he's not at his old URL, which is uh, tacohunt.blogspot.com. He's at a new site called Daily Taco, which is dailytaco.org. And uh, he's also on Twitter, twitter.com backslash great taco hunt. And he's basically doing uh, what he used to do, which is like, you know, go to your local trucks, check them out, see what they're about, do give them a review. And, move on. and uh, I mean, that's pretty exciting. Have you had a chance to check out his... Uh, yeah, his I went show? to it. I went to it. The thing is, like, you know, it's, it's, a, I, it's like this. Like, if you don't really fuck with tacos that often, then maybe you, want, you need someone who's like every week and like, this is a local feature on what's going on. I use Bandini for more like a reference. You go to his site, his old site, and you can look. You can look at just a staggering amount of places serving up tacos all over the city, and you can you know compare and contrast, find out, learn, discover, go da da da. That's what I use it for. I'm really like, I mean, I really am not going to mess with him like on a weekly basis, like a Jay Goldwise. You know, like I really just kind of, I'll, every now and then I'll go and like, hmm, I wonder what the best taco spot is in Glassell Park, and that's why I go to Bandini. So that's yeah. personally how I use it. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, sort of like a like a Thomas guide for like a Thomas uh, guide for tacos. Tacos. Um, Glad you're back, Bandini. Yeah, welcome. So welcome back. Um, he also he's got some you know more sort of like like features on like just street food in general, um, and also he uh, hipped us to something that we unfortunately were not able to make it to. But apparently there was the inaugural uh, LA Taco Fest, which was in uh, the Cornfield Park, LA State Historic Park in Chinatown, which we unfortunately missed because um, that same weekend was also the second annual uh, Hangover after Spencer's birthday party. And it was also the uh, the inaugural hangover after George's going away party. Should say our different George um, has moved to DC in the past few weeks, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, but you know, I'll see him. I'll see him. Real quick. But we will see him around. He's in our hearts. Um, we wish him well. And while we have lost a 
uh, local friend. Hopefully, we've gained a DC correspondent. We're gonna put him to work. We'll get him out on that corner. He's gonna be on that corner getting that money. So, George, if you're if get you're listening, we're gonna put you to work soon. So, get my paper right. So, uh, yeah, that's Ben Dini. So check him out: dailytaco.org, twitter.com/backslash/greattacohunt. More news, more notes. More news. Um, I think we got to talk about those Doyers. Doyers, playoffs-wise, get it right. They're um, in there. Um, are they NL West champions? Is that the story? Yeah, That's two, what it is. two years in a row. NL West champs, get it right. And, um, you know, they're up at time of recording. They're up uh, 2-0 in the Guess series. those scrub Cardinals. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And the Angels are also uh, in the playoffs, also doing well. Um, I mean, as, as a podcast, Real Talk, I think, leans a little bit more towards Dodgers. But a little bit, he means we bleed blue. That's true. But, you know, I mean, we, we have room in our hearts. For the oh, Angels we put on well. for our city. You know, go, you know, go Angels. Go Angels. Yeah. You know, we enjoy you. But, so, I mean, you know, um, yeah, I, so I mess with Chavez Ravine. I don't really go to Anaheim very often, but yeah. I support you. Yeah, true that. And then also exciting in the world of sports is, uh, you know, our boys, the defending NBA champs, the Lakers, are basically, they're, they're about to be back. Um, I mean, they're, they're in the preseason right now, so the first game was the other night. Um, there's another one tonight at the Forum, which is pretty cool. Is the game on tonight? Yeah. What time is it? Uh, it's on like 7, so it's on like half an hour. Are you, who's, are you TiVoing it? Uh, no, but I mean, we'll catch it. We'll them. be done. All right. Okay. So um, that's pretty dope. And they, the season starts uh, October 27th, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's going to be awesome. Uh, we got Ron this year. We were sad to see Trevor go. Um, but, you know. These things happen. Um, you know, we got wrong. We lost Trevor. Whatever. It's all right. And, um, I mean, is it is it time to call it now? Should we phone in our prediction? For, I think we did it before. I don't know if you listened to the show. A long time ago, we made a prediction about the season. Regarding Los Angeles Lakers, how it would end up, we were correct. They were the winners of the NBA So finals. we're saying they're going to win it all this year. We're saying they're going to win it all again. Part repeat. two. It's called a repeat. We're saying it um, So that'll be dope. What else we got? Uh, we would like to take the opportunity to welcome... 28-year-old Gustavo Dudamel, who is the... Uh, <laughs> Vibrante! He's basically the man in the L.A. music scene right now. He is the uh, new conductor and music director of the L.A. Phil. So he's, like, up in his spot King at hot uh, shit, this Disney dude. Concert Hall. And he just had his first, uh, like, public shows and rehearsals uh, last week. One was the Hollywood Bowl, and then there one was... Glowing uh, reviews? The other night at the Disney Concert Hall. Yeah, the reviews have been good. I mean, this kid knows his shit. I think he definitely has room to, you know, grow. But, I mean, like, kid's 28. 28 years old. 28-year-old wonderkind. One of those guys that makes you feel bad about being uh, roughly the same age. Yeah, yeah, you know, say, say, listen, I mean, LO's 29, you know? I mean, yeah. Kobe at my, my age had already won a championship, yeah. you know? That's true. But none of, these, none of these guys have podcasts. That's true. So we got them there. No, we got them on that front. But yeah, Gustavo. It's pretty Gustavo dope. Dunamel, welcome to the city. Put on, put on for it. And, uh, you know, speaking of welcoming new people, I think we'd like to welcome a new Real Talk listener. Oh, definitely. We definitely would like to say hello to um, someone who's very new, but we'll be probably listening to this, is someone named uh, Crazy Heart, or as he's legally known, David Franklin Kaiser, the first, uh, born seven pounds and some ounces uh, yesterday. Yeah, it's crazy. Yesterday, so Brent, Brent Jackie had a kid, which is seventh. It's crazy. Whatever, born very recently, like yesterday, and like in the morning, and he's chilling. He's fine. Talk to him. He's you re- met this baby. Met him, held him, did the whole deal. He's a uh, he's a fine lad. Full head of hair. It's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, you know, welcome to the fold. Uh, you, your first baby you ever met. That like I you know met when they came around and uh you know you're yeah. pretty cool so listen listen to real talk it's probably the first uh, and only time you'll hear about a baby on real talk but that's you know, I mean it's it's a huge thing congratulations to Brent and Jackie you sure will be awesome parents of course great 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 none better so uh yeah okay wow that was 
a lot, a lot going on. A lot um, going on. You know, we're off for a long time. Had a lot of news, had a lot of notes. That's true, but I think we're caught up now. We're good. We're good to go. So let's change gears for a minute and get to the, uh, you know, discussion portion of the show. I think we're going to take a moment to dip into the Real Talk archives. If you recall, if you recall, back in January, this is about the time when Sparks, the um, caffeinated alcoholic beverage that came in a, a aluminum can that looked like a battery, the kids loved it. Um, they had basically been catching heat for a long time, and they were kind of encouraged to reformulate their stuff. They shut it down. And also, this is about the same time that the Doers was sort of pulling out of the, uh, you know, the cool kids market in LA. But we, were, we were asking... Um, I think know, it's important to note here that they were pushing free booze. You free, show up to free or cheap. Free or cheap, but really pushing a lot of free booze on you. They yeah, so, they, so they left a little uh, a vacuum, and, and we they asked did. ourselves, um, you know, what now? Hold on, let's, let's go to the clip. So now the question is, you know, I mean, with Sparks out of the picture and, you know, Doers giving up the ghost, uh, who, who do you think is going to fill the void, you know, for, uh, for the hipster parties? I can tell you who's trying. Uh, uh, Colt 45. Okay, so yeah, Colt 45. Colt 45. Made um, the call. Now let's ask the question. I mean, has this, has this played out? Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. They've been on that push since when I first mentioned it back in the day. We've been seeing him around town a little We've bit. Seen him around town. A couple of events. Went to an art show downtown. Boxlight Gallery. Very nice space. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, a great time. Mark was showing some of his photographs. The show, you know, cool. like uh, Tales from the Gutter. Um, we uh, had huge troughs full of uh, Colt 45. Just tossing them out. Toss them out free all night. Yeah, that was a good time. First time. Second time, Lucita, a couple nights ago. A couple weekends ago, rather. Yeah, that was uh, Spencer's aforementioned yeah. birthday. They uh, had a full Billy D stand-up. Yeah, like the cardboard cutout. Stand-up, and a girl running a cash bar selling Colt 45. Yeah, but th- they, they weren't free that time. No, they weren't free. They weren't free. And they were, selling, they were selling other brews. Everyone thought they were free, though. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, it's oh, the Colt 45 really free. That was a, there, was, there was the crisis moment, the critical moment, where we're going to see if it worked. And guess what? Right. It did. You're saying people people bought it anyway. Well, I'm saying, like, yeah, the same thing. I saw the stand-up. We all looked around and said, wait, is that free? Went over there. Word came back. It's not free. But guess what? Still wanted it. Got it. Paid for it. And I bought, like, yeah. And I've been, I've been fucking with Code 45, like, on the reg ever since. You know, I went to um, see a friend's band play uh, Roll the Tanks. We were playing at the uh, three clubs. And it was uh, Joe and Devin uh, a couple weeks ago. And we were at the bar. You know, we were going to get our sacapuntas on. And, you know, go to the bartender, and Devin kind of, like, started ordering, and he's like, oh, what kind of beers do you want? And Devin's like, oh, what do you got? And the guy goes, oh, you know, we actually have a special on uh, Colt 45 tonight. And Devin goes, oh, what's special? And the bartender says, well, it's free. And Devin says, oh, that's a pretty good special. <laughs> so, yeah, they were giving out free Colt 45 that night. I had a few of those, and these are the tall cans, too. I don't even know. They, they, even, they do not do the small ones. They don't even fuck around with the 12 ounces, do they? I don't do think they? so. I've never seen no. them. So the question is, uh, I mean, I guess the second question is I mean you know it's just been established that they're out on the scene. Is it working? I mean, do you find yourself buying Cool Forty Five yes, either at yes, the bar yes. or at the at the grocery store? I think at the bodega. Um, I think we know how I operate. I think it's clear just from the, this entire intro. We know that I fuck with Cool Forty Five on the rec. I like to, I like to, I like to get into it. It's good. I, I you know got a couple Cool Forty Fives on the way to a Doyer game just a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. You know walk walk up to walk to Legion Park, crushing a, a little uh, Cool Forty Five. Had a great time. Um, you know, that was all me. Uh, they weren't there. I was on the street. I had to make a decision. I went with Code 45, and I'd, I'm, I'm satisfied. It was a great decision. They, they totally worked. Uh, question is, how about you? How about you? Hit us with that Real Talk hotline. Let us know. Oh, I we're asking the you. audience. Yeah, we want okay. to know, like, yeah. what are you doing? Have you noticed the push? If so, maybe there's some other drink that's being forced on you and where you, where you hang out, and 
Maybe when they kind of pull the carrot away and you're still there buying it, you know? I mean, are we are we Pavlov's dogs? Like, what's going on? Do Or do we just love Tasty Brews? I don't, I can't be the judge. All right, Call well, in. hit us up at either uh, via email, thatrealtalk at gmail.com, or you can call us up on the Real Talk hotline, 323-545-6252. Hit us up. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of drinking, partying, kids, another new development that's happened in the past few weeks is our beloved Gold Room. Yes. Uh, the Echo Park Dive Bar, so well known for the $5 uh, beer and tequila combo, has a whole new look on the inside. Got gutted. It got gutted, and it's less gutter. Um, they took out the booths, basically, and um, that sort of, they had all those mirrors, you know, and it got sort of like a, uh, what would you call the vibe there? It was sort of like. The vibe there before was kind of like a mariachi soccer club in space. Lots of like stars, fiber optics, little glowing things, a lot of fluorescent, a lot of black light. Yeah. It's all been scrapped. Now it's kind of very, it's very like chic, like um, chic for like a Budweiser commercial for like three years ago. You know, it's like little high, high bar, high tables, little bar stools, blah, 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 like lighted panels inside the room. And, you know, like it's. Yeah, like sort of. So along one wall, there's like a whole long like banquet type couch thing, and then there's little circular tables like in a row, and then little sort of like short bar stools, um, and then this like glowing yellow light box background, and uh, it was it's it's weird, it's jarring, um, it's jarring to go in there for the first time. I mean, you know, like a story is that I hear is a old boy who runs the spot. Um, he is away on vacation for the weekend, and his son is like, guess what? He's out. Let's get to work. And just totally ripped everything out while his dad was away. <laughs> dad comes back. He's like, yo, what's up? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I've told you we're redoing the place. And I already started. And it's done in two days. Wow, really? Interesting. Yeah, it was a quick like, turnaround. By four. So they had to. Because like, they were just like, there was, it's from what I understand. I could be wrong. That's what I was told. Uh, you know what? Really? The thing is, it's the same issue with Little Joy. But the fact is, they didn't change ownership at Gold Room. All they did was change the interior. Yeah. And, you know, it's still it's the same place with a different skin, you know? Yeah, well, okay, here's a, an article on Eastsider LA. Let's see. He actually spoke to the, uh, I believe it was the general manager, Lionel Ledesma. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, who used to work down the street at the Echo. He's quoted as saying, we're just trying to bring out the gold in the gold room. I think people are going to love the change. I don't know if people are going to love it necessarily. I mean, I don't know. A it sort of, of raises the question, don't... I mean, is is this still the same old gold room? Is it the gilded room? I mean, has the soul been sucked out of the place or is it just a, a different for look us. for an old for an old old favorite it's not for us this spot and the way it looks now is for people who don't go there right now they don't go to gold room and they don't really fuck with it often and then you know they're gonna go in there but this is nice they're gonna tell their friends that it and like we'll still go there what are we gonna do not go there because the fucking way it looks on the inside no we'll go there for the bruise we'll yeah go there for the i mean i will say in gold room's defense they still have the free tacos they still have the yeah. peanuts and they still have most importantly the same prices uh, on all the drinks. Still old girls yeah. and those like serious bustier corsets. Like <laughs> they got the same friendly white staff. Um, friendly white staff, Cleaver City over there. And you know, it was really weird when we got there too. That first time they had redone it because um, we got there kind of early, and it was sort of empty. And there, there is more space with the new configuration. So that I mean is like a thing. I mean that's debatable. It's definitely less cozy, you know, because they don't have those like booths really. But um, what I will say, once the place like filled up and like got packed, like the old gold, it was less n- weird. It was less noticeable that it was different. Of course. I mean, like, standing around getting uh, hammered-wise is what they're all about. Yeah. I mean, that's a place to do serious, serious work. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to keep an eye on uh, on the Gold Room and, you know, on that whole strip. This is two bars in, in less than a year that have gotten, like, new new looks. Yeah. yeah. Change, change on the block. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of sort of Echo Park 
changes. Gentrification watch, public perception, all these things. I read an interesting uh, little note the other day. That was Apparently, a big note. Apparently, uh, old girl Ellen Page, you may know her as Juno. Um, she's in that new, what's the one, Drew Barrymore movie? It's the title is Whip It. Whip It. She's in Whip It. She's apparently doing a like HBO TV show with Harmar Superstar and another one of their little friends. Harmar fucking Superstar is executive producing and, it's about, and writing oh, a fucking oh, movie. Hold on, let me pull up the uh, little article on uh, Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> fucking dash dash easy pass. That motherfucker is is uh, executive producing and writing. Okay, so wait, hold on. Here's what Hollywood Reporter has to say. Oh, the show is called Stitch and Bitch. It's gonna be a single camera comedy, and yeah, they're gonna executive produce it and I guess also write it. It's not clear if they're actually gonna star in it yet. And the project is going to, and I quote, follow two painfully cool hipster girls as they relocate from Brooklyn's Williamsburg neighborhood to Los Angeles' Silver Lake Enclave in hopes of becoming artists of any kind. I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, what I'll do you think you. the whole conceit of, say, someone moving from Williamsburg to Silver Lake to become an artist or just... I mean, Here is what I will say to that. I will say, first of all, full disclosure, where we are sitting right now, I'm not going to give the street name, but... The zip code is nine zero zero two six. I, uh, I we we are in, depending on the way you look at it, Echo Park or Silver Lake. But we're, we're in. We're in we the area. We're in the area. We are. We're in the. We're in the area. We're dead center. You know what? I find it a little bit insulting that we're included with fucking Billy Berg. You know? I mean, it's a little. It's a little. I mean, I get it. I get really? it. You're like, not honored. It, be, no, no, fuck them. Fuck as one of the should, premier hipster communities, they should be honored to be with us. Like, so basically, what they're saying is, like, as far as the, like kids are holding it down, there's like two groups, two sides of the country. One in fucking Williamsburg, Brooklyn. That's where the shit they're holding shit down. And then two in fucking the West Coast, in like fucking like Silver Lake, Echo Park. That's where they're holding shit down. Like, you know, I feel like you if they were more accurate, they, they could have said Echo Park. But at the same time, well, I also yeah, feel like Williamsburg is probably also blown out as well. I feel right. like Williamsburg is the Silver Lake of New York. Is a better comparison, like, you know, Greenpoint to Echo Park Probably, or something, wick, or, probably Bushwick, I mean, Bushwick, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know, fucking, like, all those asshole kids that live so far away because, like, Williamsburg is blown the fuck up, you know? Like, I think that's probably more, like, what it is. And, like, you know, and but whatever. Like, the point is, uh, here's the deal. I'm totally secure in who I am as long as I don't see it reflected. And this is like, you know, uh, the con- confessions of, a, of, some, of someone involved in youth culture. Uh, as long as I don't see the, an image of myself reflected in popular media, mm-hmm. I feel secure and safe in every decision that I make and what I do. But when I see someone, basically when it gets to the point where like people who are in, in charge and like control mass media are basically speaking my language or at least attempting to... Mm-hmm. That's when you sound the fucking alarm. You're co-opting your subculture. Yes, that's that's when you take off. You know, and I understand that like I am part of like uh, end game uh, uh, galactic gentrifier, mm. like sucking up neighborhoods and destroying them and and eviscerating cultures everywhere I go. Yeah, but at the same time, stuff. at least I'm here on the ground doing it with my goddamn hands. <laughs> Don't fucking a goddamn TV show that airs to every fucking schmuck all across the country and it's like, hey, guess what? We're gonna blow up these assholes and so they did it. So like, do you think? Are you worried about? Uh... I'm worried about them fucking shooting down the street from here and, like, you know, make sex in the cityying my neighborhood. Right. You're worrying about them blowing up your spot? Okay. I'm blowing up my fucking spot. Yes. Like, you think it's bad now? You wait until there's a goddamn TV show starring, like, Juno and it's all about, like. Do you think it's bad now? Yeah, I mean, I thought you like it. Really Shake me out. Oh, shit. Ooh, I'm, at, I'm at Spaceland. Like, ugh. God. Whatever. Speaking of, uh, they're gonna call it that show. Basically, might be may as well be called Spaceland. Whatever. Show. Whatever happened. Well, whatever happened to that show, Rockville? That like it was on the web um, for like WB or something. Old boy from the OC. I don't was think doing anyone's it. heard of that show. 
I don't think so. Well, because it's a terrible name for one. Like awful name. But Awful's it took pl- place it was, in Maryland. It was shot at uh the Echo, like the Echo Echoplex, I think. And it was like about I don't know, rock rock and roll, like about a rock club in Echo Park. There's been a lot of people who have tried to like not try, but it's been around. But like the thing is, it hasn't been in like super 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 huge like Quinceanera, that fucking flick. Uh, it's foreign titles Echo Park. So that movie is like all about yeah. you know, Echo Park, like all about that shit. But like the. Uh, it hasn't been like you know. I mean, we're talking about the same channel that puts on Flight of the Concords and well. Here, I mean, here's a question. You, yeah, you know? I mean, do you think this is going to be like the um, you know, like the Ugh. Silver Lake Echo Park version of Entourage? No, I think it's more like the Silver Lake Echo Park version of like Flight of the Concords slash like Sex in the City. You know, if uh, the first season sense. of Concords is pretty good. I thought. Yeah. Okay. It is. But look what happened to the second season. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, that's what's gonna happen. Like first that? season, first season of this show is gonna be really great. It's gonna show all our spots, not even blown up. No one even know what it is. We have to Google it, and they'll find it on Yelp. And they'll start going there, and then second season, it'll be like a fucking thing where like the place they shot is doing a promotion or something, and it's like awful, and there's lines everywhere, and like valets, mm-hmm. and like it'll just be terrible. And that is coming. And here's the thing: we're definitely gonna watch the show. Well, we're not going to miss an episode, and that's why. And that's why I want to gnaw my own arm off because I'm never going to fucking miss a goddamn episode of this show. I never would. Ever. Here's the thing. Ever. Wait. Here, I have an idea. Um, Season pass right now. Let's do predictions for how long show lasts. No, like what? what where do you think they're going to go in say the first two or three episodes? Like let's name just a couple spots. Like top five spots. You think top five spots? Get? They're going to be okay. So they've just gotten off the plane from. Brooklyn, or or even better, perfect would be just drove into town and are doing that, are driving around like all well, shit. But most likely they'll have just flown in. <sighs> well, they'll probably. Ca- I mean, these girls are obviously have some duck. It's probably cab it from LAX to Silver Lake. Let's talk about venues. Venues, Spaceland, guaranteed. You think they'll go to Spaceland? Guaranteed. The Trader Joe's, guaranteed. Trader Joe's and Spaceland. That's two. Um, Intelligentsia Coffee, they'll be there. Intelligentsia will definitely be in they'll there. They'll be there. It's that's, three. That's a good one. Um, God, what else? Uh, you think they go to the reservoir? So oh, like they're jogging on the reservoir. That's four. Uh, that includes the dog park. Um, and uh, and then you know, what? I think there'll be uh, I think there'll be a mention of Echo Park in the in the first couple episodes. I do. Yeah, you think so? I I don't think you can be so. I mean, it's such like there's such like a symbiotic relationship there. I right. do feel like there'll be an episode of like where they're in like regular. Like, they're in Silver Lake, and it's really cute, and da-da-da. The one who's like, oh, yeah, they're going to the show. Where is it? And it's in the Echo Park. I don't know. And, like, you know, it's, like, a thing to go to Echo Park, you know? And it's, like, the kids are just, like, a little bit grungier, pants a little bit tighter. I feel like they're going to do that shit. How long do you think before the first reference to, like, uh, L.A. traffic or driving around or, like, not having public transportation? The first episode. First episode? Okay. First act, first episode. That, I mean, that's going to be part of their, like, culture shock, whoa, you know? All right. Wait, hold on. Is the show about, like, them having culture shock or just about, like, we might just make it a turn Like, is that, like... I don't know. Because if it's not about, like, fish out of water, then no. They'll come out here and they'll be, like, hanging out with, like, oh, my friend was a designer and, like, who was in a band and they'll... Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We will have to see. But predictions been made. We right. will see. So we'll revisit this, uh, this a little bit. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for today. I mean, unless you have anything else? Oh, I don't know. No, you're good. All right, well, um, you know, welcome to the new season of Real Talk. Keep an eye on your iTunes, and I think that's all we've got for today. Yeah, that's it. That's Real Talk.